If you're a parent, teacher, or school leader, and you're sick and tired of the frustration, anger, and unfair treatment of children at high risk in our public schools, then perhaps it's time for all of us to do something about it. In this podcast, Dr. Amitra Berry brings you tips, tools, strategies, and tactics to build successful solutions while touching, moving, and inspiring all of us to transform our schools so that every child thrives. Here's your host, Dr. Berry. Welcome back, Equity Warriors. Thanks for tuning in to another episode focused on the intersection of education and politics here on the 3E Podcast. And normally, normally, I'm talking mostly to folks in schools. I'm talking to parents of children who attend school. But today, I want to expand our audience. So I want you to do me a favor. When we finish with this episode, I want you to send a link to it to someone in the business world, someone who is in the industry, someone who does not work with schools, because my message today is not just for you, it's for them. So again, like it, of course, subscribe, absolutely, but then share this episode with a friend who works outside the school system. So sometimes you just have to throw policy out the window. Now stay with me. Starbucks, Amazon, Zoom, Google, Meta, Pfizer, big dogs, right, in the corporate world. But those companies and many others, including some law firms, have faced or are beginning to face legal challenges when it comes to supporting diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, DEI initiative, or even policies in their companies that focus on equity. Here's an example simple example, maybe in your setting, you have an employee resource group, you know, a group that was created to offer marginalized or underrepresented people a support network, a safe space, an opportunity to meet with people who look like them, like you, and we're facing challenges that come with being, as I say, being the only person in the room who looks like you. But even those now are open to everyone. And that may or may not be a bad thing. It depends because of people who are not affiliated. And let me just put it this way. I'm black. I belong to the Black Employee Resource Group in my last post in in corporate America. And everyone in that group was black. But that is no longer okay. So if the Black Employee Group now has to let everyone in, that might be okay if everyone who comes in is a true ally. But if they are not allies and they come to do harm, it can erode the safety and truly the whole purpose of the group. So that's an example of what's happening with some of these efforts and and, and litigation. So if you're a small business owner, an employer, a corporation, a CEO, a board of directors, what do you do? Especially, I think about smaller organizations. I'm a small business owner. And so I think about smaller organizations like mine that don't keep lawyers on staff, can't afford lawyers, they're very expensive. What do you do? What do you do to handle potential lawsuits from I'm just going to say it, the MAGA conservative zealots who most likely fear that if there are too many people of color who get power 
that. We, people of color, will do to them what they've done to us for more than 400 years. Now, y'all know me. I like solutions, and I see every single challenge to supporting DEI as an opportunity to shift and still accomplish what we were trying to do, because here's what they cannot sue. No one can sue your mindset. No one can sue your awareness. No one can sue an individual's connectedness to a community of people. They cannot sue your personal lack of implicit bias. Our lack of hate against marginalized people. They can't sue you for that. I look at it through this lens. I always share that I was fortunate in growing up in a, a very racially and ethnically diverse community. My friends, my neighbors, my classmates, their families came from everywhere, every continent. They spoke multiple different languages, languages besides English. They worshiped a variety of Eastern and Western religions and their skin tones and features covered the spectrum of human diversity. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So I never developed a bias against a group of people because they looked differently or because they thought or spoke or worshiped differently. And that has truly been a blessing in my life. The ability to see a person for who they are and whether or not they see me as an equal. You can't sue me for having that ability. And so that, my friends, whether you're in corporate America or small business America or in a single school district or in one of the 100 largest districts in this country, that, that is how you overcome litigious zealots. Focus on professional growth and learning that's provided by consultants okay, like me, consultants and, and groups that work to educate and develop cultural connectedness. And while you may not be able to mandate that everyone in your organization go through DEI or IED or DEIB or whatever acronym you're using in an effort to stay one step ahead of that maggative conservative host of zealots, the personal freedoms hypocrites and book banners, you can develop a coalition of the willing. That's a coalition of people in your organization who are true allies to diversity. And it's not going to be an easy shift. Developing a mindset and a, 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 a truly a culture of cultural awareness is not a quick fix, but every single member of an organization that personally commits to eliminating implicit bias in their work is one more member of your staff from your most basic entry-level department to chiefs and board members. One more person who can be equipped to support diversity and equity in your organization's recruitment, in your hiring, retention, and promotions. No, we are living in a time where you can't legally put a target or a quota on your diversity goals. But you can look around your organization and see whether or not you need to do better in terms of who is in the room. If your departments, your staff, your managers are not in parity, if they do not directly represent your present consumers or desired consumers or clients or community, 
Let's get to work. And frankly, anyone who says that they're good, they don't see color when they see people. Well, there's someone who really needs to be in one of my workshops, because if you don't see color, you don't see me. Those people are not allies. They are not good. And if you need clarity on that, let's talk. You know how to find me. Continue to join me every week. Connect with me on social. Use those links down in the notes. Send your questions, topics, requests to info at askdrberry.com. And I will answer those questions and bring you experts to help address the topics. Don't worry about the things you cannot change. Let's change the things you can no longer accept. And I'll see you next time. That's it for today's episode of the 3E Podcast head over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in a grand prize drawing to win a $25,000 value private VIP day with Dr. Barry herself. Be sure to head over to 3epodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Dr. Barry's gift. Then join us on the next episode.